Welcome to track number 18 of Predestination. You may be seated. Knowing your predestination to appear before a judgment seat makes you desire to be acceptable. Number one, knowing your pre- you're destined for judgment. When you come to school, you are destined for an examination. So when you come in born into this world, you are destined straight for an exam. And that exam is going to take place at the judgment seat. So when you know what you are destined for, it makes you labor to be accepted. And that's what you see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7-8, it says, Therefore we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. But we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present from the present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. Amen. Nine, nine, and nine. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted. Now, when you get to heaven, will you be accepted? That it will accept what you're doing. I mean, if you are trying to serve me food, you will be laboring to try to serve me something that I will accept. Is it not true? Because it's very disappointing to labor and provide food for somebody and he doesn't eat it. Is it not unfortunate? Yes. So laboring for the person and then you are not accepted. One day, a certain lady, she was very fat. And she entered a relationship with a certain brother. Now, this brother had never seen this beloved before. He had only seen photographs, internet pictures. So, when she came and arrived and the brother saw her, the brother looked at her because he was a little smallish brother and this lady was far bigger. So, he, he, she asked him, why? Were you not expecting something like this? We were expecting something different. And uh, were you expecting something different? <laughs> Who expect? And they've made it into an advert in Ghana. You see the woman standing. Why were you we're expecting something different? And were you expecting something different? <laughs> Now, this woman was not being accepted by this little man. 
she had come, she had traveled, she had done everything, but she was not accepted by the little man because she was too big for his comparative size. Because you see, it's not easy when you are working with your wife and then somebody asks, is it your mother? Oh, I wanted to greet your mother. <laughs> I'm telling you, Derek Prince, he married a lady who was about 25 years or so older than him. Yes, his first wife. Yeah. And one of the difficulties that he had in his marriage at a certain point was that people used to come to the wife after she preached and say to her that your son was very powerful. I really enjoyed your son's message. And it used to annoy her at a certain point in their life and their marriage. Your son was very powerful today. So ladies, as you are expanding, look carefully at the size of your husband. If your husband is mighty and mega, but if your husband is like a nimble antelope and you are like a hippopotamus that is coming and your husband is just you are expecting something different when you take one step boom, vibration boom, boom Jurassic Park and your husband is coming like an antelope it's like a sprinter we're expecting something different <laughs> but when you see God when you see God and you appear before you cannot tell God oh God we're expecting something different. We're expecting something different from me. Were you expecting something different from me on earth? Anna. Anna means all. Oh God, we're expecting something different. Anna. You can't tell God that. Oh, Lord, were you expecting something different? So this lady was telling the man, why? Why? We're expecting something different, Anna. One day, a certain brother told me about a beloved that he had. But he had never seen her before. So I said to him, brother, have you seen her before? I said, oh, I've seen pictures. So he showed me the pictures. <laughs> so, <laughs> one day I traveled and I met the beloved. When I saw her, I said, hey, I don't know whether the brother expected something different from what I'm seeing. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
cannot appear. Bible says, Lord, we labor whether present or absent that we may be accepted. You come and say, don't you accept me? You don't accept me? We're expecting something different, are not? I'm going to tell Jehovah, we're expecting something different. Were you expecting something different from how I look? You can't do that in heaven. A certain brother. He did not see the beloved until two days before the marriage. When, when the story is not a true story, I will tell you that it's not a true story. Yeah. Now, when he traveled and arrived in the country where he was going to get married, he became sort of cool when he saw it. <laughs> like he had drank some coffee without sugar <laughs> but he became cool so the pastor called him and asked him why we're expecting something different <laughs> what is the problem so he, 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 he turned to the brother and he asked him said, what is fine or no fine yes if i know no fine we couldn't really answer so it's okay they went ahead with the wedding after the wedding 24 hours later they called them they have to now counsel them to roar <laughs> yeah, they were <laughs> a lion which roars by itself. Now it was being asked, "Can you roar, please?" Something that roars automatically. <laughs> they were expecting the lion to roar, but the lion could not roar because he was expecting something different. Zoom line. <laughs> a lion which zooms out. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Lion that normally roars is now zooming. 
So knowing that, look, knowing that you are destined for judgment. When people don't think about that, they do all sorts of things. Number two, knowing that your predestination is to appear before a judgment seat makes you desire to do good things whilst in your body. Whilst in your body. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 11. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. You see, that's the destiny. Your purpose in this life is to appear one day at the judgment seat. That everyone may receive the things done in his body. According to that which he has done. Whether it be good or bad. Every one of us here is supposed to appear. And that is your destiny. When I went to Achimota School in Form 1, I was destined for O-level, British O-levels, or West African O-levels, GCE. Do you, by the way, have the forms for the Healing Jesus Partners, those who want to be formed? Is it ready? Does anybody have us, Rosalind? You are, you are ready? You have it here? You have it? Okay, thank you. Amen. Because I knew that I was destined for O-level. I don't know what you call it in America. What do you call this exam? SAT. Huh? Is that what you call it here? GED. Anyway, it's an exam. Don't worry. Look, it is an exam. Where I come from, it's an exam. Where I come from, there is an exam called O-level. Please. And because I knew I was going to do that exam, I prepared for it. Now, I had colleagues. Instead of preparing, they were doing short put, javelin, 100 meters, 200 meters, long uh, distance, 1,500, cross country. But the judgment of the O-level is not based on cross country or morning trotting. It's based on physics. Chemistry, biology, maths. I did seven, eight subjects. And I had seven ones. I had one in physics, one in chemistry, one in biology, one in maths, one in ad maths, literature, everything. One, except one of them, I had two. Yeah. I was preparing, but I, I didn't do... Javelin, shot put, thousand five hundred meters, eight hundred meters. No, 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 no. Because all that was not part of the O level. You you must do things which are in the exam questions that are coming, not just things. You are just doing activities. One of the places that most um, that parallels that parallels eternal judgment is a school in Ghana called Achimota School. It, it used to be the best. But it is no more the best. Achimota School is a school that a lot of people attend. But there are so many activities 
in the school that if you are not very focused, you will not do well. So even though it had the name, it was Prince of Wales College, and the presidents, most of the presidents of Ghana have come from that school. The problem with that school is that there are so many activities. So when you send a child there who is not focused, he doesn't do well. Because when school you've come early in the morning, they'll come and wake you up for morning trotting. Hey! You're already... You are tired. You are not used to waking up at 5 a.m. Now they're coming to wake you up at 4. To run where a car drives. You are running. <laughs> so we have, uh, what do you call it, cross country. We run through a forest. Running. Ah. And you cannot even run. If you cannot run, you cannot run. When I went on that thing, I, I started walking. Because I couldn't run. You run a bit, you start walking. Cricket. We're playing cricket in that school. Cricket. Everything that is done in the world, we do it in that school. We played volleyball. That's how come I even know all these sports. When I see them played, I know how it is played. Volleyball. Basketball. Hockey. One day I was playing hockey, somebody whacked my leg. (laughs) And almost removed my foot. And they took me to the hospital in an ambulance. Yeah. Hockey. Swimming. School farm. (laughs) Clean up campaign. Symposium. Cadets. There's, a, there's one of the ladies in my office she works, she has shot shooting guns and she was a cadet she was a soldier she's shooting guns, she knows how to shoot guns and everything, she has been a cadet in that school can assemble and disassemble a gun cadet symposium founders day we, we, we learn uh, traditional traditional dances and whatever for Founders Day, huh? General inspection. Then we do opera. Opera. Gilbert and Sullivan. Pirates of Penzas and Mikado. These are operas. We sing. Then we have choir rehearsals. We learn different, different songs. Different choir song you go. Then we have him practice. Only, I mean, the whole school has gone to learn hymns. Then we have Founders Day celebrations. We rehearse, we practice. Tribal meetings. That is what? Tribal meetings. Like the guns will meet, trees will meet, fountains will meet, whatever. Tribal meetings. So that you know your tribal dance. Then we have Sunday chapel. You have to wear your dress, your your, your suit, your cloth, traditional dress. And then what again? Scripture union. And then what again? 
morning worship every day drama club music club i was doing abrsm piano lessons violin in the school abrsm exam grade one to grade eight an examiner who come from england a white man who come and do piano lessons squash what squash squash courts in the school uh, the school was more than europe i tell you scrubbing then there was scrubbing scrubbing of toilets scrubbing of showers general cleaning scrubbing with sandstone all kinds of things compound cleaning classroom curator fatigue siesta all kinds of things if you are not focused you will never do well in that school and I remember when I used to study, people were even laughing at me. And that is what I'm trying to explain. And I read, as a parent, you realize that there are some children you should never send to such a school. There are children you have to send to an enclosed school, a school without a lot of activities that is focused on learning, just studying, only if it's girls, only girls. Then we have gating, boys and girls chatting and interacting we have prep and then visiting hours uh, 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 what is it visa when you go out exit <laughs> oh no 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 that is how this life is but the Bible says that because we are going to appear before the judgment seat, everyone is going to receive the things done in his body according to what he has done, whether it be good or bad. We are going to appear there. So since you know, and me, I started to learn oh, for my O-level. And I was one of the top in the whole school for both O-level and A-level. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. All this running, this, this, this. this. When I got to, I said, no, 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 no. I'm not here to run. <laughs> Running cannot help me in my future. At this day, at my age, I cannot run. I, of course, when I was in Form 1 and Form 2, the same morning trotting this, cross country, you uh, are forced to go. But when I got to a person, at my age, at my age, I cannot do this swimming, this, that, that. No, 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 no. Farming, cricket, hockey, soccer. Inter-house competition, inter-this, whatever. Oh, yeah, up and always moving around. So that's how this life is. This, that. I'm going to build my house. I'm going to my school. I'm going my PhD, my MBA, my MB this, my that, that, my husband, my child, my this, my that. Blank! Then the real one, it's not done. <laughs> then you come out of the school, you have no further education. It's true. When I went to medical school from my class, only two people came to medical school from Achimota school our time. Only two. Yeah. No, you don't easily go to medical school. But people from Presec go. Yeah, they, 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 they don't, don't do anything. They just focus. They came to learn. They came to go. Go further. So you see more people from that school going. So brothers and sisters, you must focus on your 
main work. Amen. Are you there? So as you are here, what is your aim? What is your goal? Young people, if you are here, you are young. Stand up. In your 20s, if you are 30, please, you are getting to a certain place. 20 and below. Yeah. 30 and below, yes. Look, 30 and below. Very soon, eh? very soon, certain things are going to meet you and those things are going to take away your focus. When you are in school, you are only supposed to learn. But after standing on all the cricket, hockey, soccer, symposium, founders day, tribal meeting, what have you, inter-colleges, inter-houses, inter-this, inter-that, and people will be giving you fans. They'll be singing. The boys are good. The girls are beautiful. Forevermore. They'll be singing. And you, it will be going into your head. The boys are beautiful. The girls are good. The boys are good. The girls are beautiful forevermore. What do you mean by that? The boys are good forevermore. You are happy. People will be praising you. Say, ah! Your child is going to so and so Montessori school. Hey! Did you come into this world to poo-poo, to wee-wee? Is it your vision? The earthly functions of your, of your life are not the vision of the purpose for which God but made you and brought you into this world. Ah, it's a basic function. But that's not the reason why you are here. So young people, me, I started serving God by the age of 25, I was a pastor. Yeah. And I've been on the one logo, logo line like this. Like this. Me, I don't like two things. So, even food, if you give me food, you see that my, so those who uh, sometimes give me food, I'm easy to feed in an, an aspect, and some aspect I'm not easy to feed. And the aspect I'm easy to feed, if it is working, I can eat the same, the same food every day. I don't have a problem. Once it worked, we can eat it. I don't need to variation. Just flow in the grace. Flow in the grace. And some people, they need variation all the time. One way. That's why I mean, I'm gospel. One way. When I found it, I, I don't need economic whatever. This, 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 that whole. One line of gospel preaching from the first time I started to know Christ. And I'm on that line. Please God and follow Him. Flowing. All these other things. It doesn't mean much to me. So if you want to appear before the judgment of God and be happy, then, Charlie, focus. When you are a young person, look, focus. Young girls, don't sleep with boys. (laughs) Most boys who sleep with, any boys who sleep with you, you see, there is a certain mystery. It's, it's mystery that makes you attractive. It's true. Mystery makes you attractive. Yeah. When you allow the mystery to go, the attraction goes. So, as you are with the boys, learn how to be like the Virgin Queen of England. 
Queen Elizabeth I. She never married any of the men who wanted to marry her. She kept them coming after her. The brothers of the King of France, the Duke of Sweden, the Prince of uh, uh, Belgium, different, all the nations. Duke of uh, this, this of that in England, Dukes, all kinds of people. She just kept doing whatever. Like that. She never married because of whatever reason. But she, they were all interested in her. So mystery keeps you attracted. So you're a young girl now, you've come to just, I mean, remove your clothes. <laughs> remove it just now. Because you, you say you are in love. You are expressing love. Go and ask those who are married whether they have been expressing love in that way in the house. <laughs> ask them whether that is the true way of expressing love. You should see their faces when they are roaring. It's a chore for them. It's a chore. They are waiting for the whole thing to get finished. They are praying. Hurry up. There are some, there are some, there are some ladies who even tell their husband, look, just get up, get on with this thing and just finish it. Just get on with this. You are taking too long. What are you doing? And there are some who have found strategies to shorten the whole thing. Strategies and devices, methods, strategic moves, counter motions. Just end all these things. Now you say you are going to express love. Your mouth. You are going to express love to who? I love you. Do you know what is love? It's limerence. It's not love. Love, once your mind is not working well, you are not in love. The will is not involved. So you are going from here to here. You don't think anymore. You are just moving. I feel it. I feel it. I'm going to do something. I need to see her. I need to see him. I need to call. Oof, I can't wait. Where are you? cannot follow something like that to take your whole life. If that thing will evaporate, it has been said that so-called falling in love experience maximum two years it lasts. And when you are even having an affair, a secret affair, and it goes a little longer than two years. But by two years, a maximum, all those, oh, I, oh darling, please. <laughs> you are joking. I'm talking about statistical facts. Statistical realities. Maximum of two years, that thing is gone. And you are left with real love, whether you love the person with your will, your mind, your heart, and your whole being consciously. I like this person and I will maintain my liking for this person. So a lot of people marry after the time say, I didn't know that. You didn't know what? That is why we say that. Don't you put your mind aside and move forward. Put your mind on the table and you are moving. When God is supposed to be on top of your head, you put, you've taken the mind out, you put it on the table and you are moving. 
I'm going to manifest love. I feel love. I feel love. You are joking. Are you there? Yeah. So young people, focus. Focus. There is a stage at your life you must declare, I will not marry. To cut off all possibilities. Because when you entertain the possibility of marrying at a certain age, before you realize, you see that all kinds of idiots. Idiotic. Idiotic. Are using you as experimental. They don't even remember you. A lot of boys don't remember the girls they've slept with. It's true. Brothers, is it true or it's not true? They don't even remember that. They don't even remember. So I slept with some girl that I don't know. I don't even know her name. I don't know her name. You see, in America, in America, these pastors and then some of the people, they, they like to cover their true identity. And this is these people here. But in London, England, you see, they'll say, Bishop is true. We are the ones. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they don't want us to know them of the olden days. One day I went somewhere with a certain brother. When we got there, the pastor said, I was introducing the people. So, oh, this is this, this, this. Then I got to that brother. I said, he just said, I know you, the person. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Don't speak. I beg you. Yeah, I was introduced. Oh, this is, this is brother so and so. This is sister so and so. This brother so and so. This brother. Look at them. I know. I beg you. I beg you. Don't speak. Don't say anything. I is. But I, said, but I know you from those days. As you are moving with the pastor now, I know you of old, of ancient times. We met in Egypt. We were in Egypt together. So focus. Right, before you realize, you've got a long list of long lists, and a high priest cannot marry you because when he reads Leviticus and he sees the conditions for marriage, you look and say, "Ah." Benny Hinn said, "You know, he was going to marry a lady. Yeah, he was going to marry some girl, and he went on a trip. He was going with her somewhere." Then he found out something and said, Hmm, she's the scratchy says she's not clean. She's not clean. And the girl was upset. Why have you become so cold? She asked Benny Hinn, Why have you become so cold? You were so nice. Become so cold all of a sudden. But he had discovered that she, you are not clean. So focus, brothers. By means of a horish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Small ministry that you do, if somebody is enchanting you, 
some dangling breasts and bottoms. They are deceiving you, deceiving you, shimmering things all over the place. Hey. I shouldn't say it. I want you to understand the preaching. He was saying certain things and mysterious. I'm not saying nothing mysterious about what I'm saying. I want you to understand. I'm saying what I'm saying. Charlie, when you are young, there are a lot of desires. Hey, feelings. Brothers, how many have had some of those wild feelings? Pray for us, oh sisters. We should be praying for it's not easy for us. It's not easy for us in this world. Mess. You know, Gicho said that when he was a young man, he used to pray to be old. So that all those feelings would go out of him. A nice person who is called like you. And you see that Satan will send somebody to come. Strange woman with a bad character who only dresses when she's coming out. But in the house, you go and see the behavior. Dirty woman. Dirty. Because you reveal to you how they behave in the house. More than animals, some of them. It's true. Look, when I was in university, I went to the one of my surprises. You know, in life there are some things that are like my surprise in English language was a word prodigal. But one of my surprises when I went to the ladies' hall, water hall, I saw we entered the hall, said the place is smelling. So I used to think that maybe some animals come from, from outside or something comes from but when you see the ladies come like that you cannot imagine that this smell is coming from these people but you'll be surprised if brothers we are so impressed because all that you see is the outside so a lot of people are disappointed you have to be counseled yeah? we're expecting something different so we, of course we were expecting something different based on how you behave in church how you dress in church with all your chains, necklaces, bags, shoes, your faces, whatever. We never knew that you don't bath. We know that you don't bath. You don't bath. Oh. You expected something different. Of course, I was expecting something different. I was expecting you to bath. That they like, but they don't like bathing. Last year, I was at a camp in a in a certain in a certain country. In a certain country, and after I was just chatting with some of the people after, and I told them about bath. Then they we are close in the evening. They all went to their rooms and all that. Then when up the next day they were with me, they were some of them, you know, just a small group. Say, say, hmm. Bishop, you see, when we went home yesterday, we were all saying that you see, what Bishop was saying is true. None of us is bathing. None of us. 
is going to bath today. <laughs> none of us. All of them. None of them bath. Hmm. Yeah. So what he says, what are he's just saying something. But I bathed earlier, and you have gone out sweating, smelling this, this, this. You come like that, manifesting. Keep looking at me. I'm saying what I'm saying. I mean it. I'm taking my time. It's all part of the camp. It's predestination. Predestination. And I will expect something different, Anna. Who expected something different, Anna? Of course, I was expecting something different. So focus, so that you don't you don't lose your goal, your calling, anything. God, t- when 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 you are going to marry, God has to say marry. God has to say marry this person. Don't marry unless God shows you a person to marry. Pray, I pray, pray for a long time. Never follow beauty. She shall Don't follow beauty. Don't follow beauty, dear Charlie. People who are very, very conscious of outside appearances, you may be surprised at how they are like at home. Because the inside is so some way, they have specialized on the outside. You're making up for the inside. We want natural people. Natural, just how you are. So are the real color of your skin. The skin, as you see, it's not the real, it's not your real skin. When sisters are going shopping, do you often see them going to buy nighties and other things that they wear in the house? Always they are buying something to for church, for outside, whatever. That's all that they buy. It's all to show. And they say we are going shopping. It's something to show outside or whatever. So, brothers and sisters. Listen to me. I'm sharing you the word of God. Oh. Young people, don't let your eye go. Hey, God, just tell yourself, I'll never marry. That's all. Then, when the time comes, if the time comes, God puts in, a, in your spirit, marry, then start to pray. And if you are a lady, don't attract a man with all these outward things. Because as soon as you go home to the house and then you change, you see that, ah, this place was big, it has come downstairs. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a it's a different thing. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. It's so different. This is not what I was saying. No. Ah. Something that is here, it has come down to here. Listen to me. Focus. Pray. 
before you marry. Prayer. When you see a nice person, say, Lord, show me what I don't know. Shibababos. When you see the nice person, what the Lord reveal. Reveal, reveal. Reveal. When somebody looks too beautiful to you and too attractive, say, Lord, save me. Save me, Lord. Save me. Save me and I shall be saved. Heal me and I shall be healed. Actually, a man of God, a man of God, you don't have to be attracted by beauty. You have to fear beauty. When you see beauty, you must fear uselessness. Because the Bible says beauty is vain. Beauty is useless. You must fear. You see a person, say God has called him to be a pastor. You see what he's following. The first sign of the person Christ will make you afraid. Look at the way the person, see that the person has actually prepared to come. That's what you are after. When you see so much cream, this, 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 that's it. Tell my sister, wash your face before you come, Nestor. Wash your face clear before you come. Me, I don't like such things. When I see my face, I just say, I'm afraid of such people. Hey! of such things. <laughs> you see the person is very nice to you. Start to be a Lord. Whatever is coming, that is a mountain. Save me Lord. Save me Jesus. Jesus save me. Just get up. You are following something that is nice. Something that has been prepared for you. At your age, you should not be deceived by such things. Did you hear me? I say at your put your I say at my age, I cannot be deceived by such outward things. You have to look inside to see something nice. telling you I'm, to, I'm, saying, I'm talking to you because I tell ministry by 25 between 25 and 30 it either starts or dies how you will be 25 to 30 by 30 your ministry starts so, so when you are 25 to 30 that's it how you behave all that time that's after that it changes you can't really change much again so try 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 believe me if God has called you, as I'm preaching, predestination, this, this, decide it early. By a certain age, you should be out there. This is what I want to do with my life. And then you are, you are focused. It's like, people say, are you mad? Are you this? Are you not this? Are you this? No, this is what I want to do. This is all that I want to do. I want to please you. And God has called me. I want to do it. I will start. I will do it all the time. When I started in the ministry, I tell you, 25, by 26, I was married. 26, I was a pastor. I was a pastor of the same lighthouse church that you are in. Yeah. I was doing, by the age of 29, I, we had bought the cathedral. I was 29 years old when we moved into our cathedral. I was, tw- I was in my 20s. If you are in your 20s, I'm telling you, I was in my 20s when we had the cathedral. 
29 to be specific. Had a convention, the first convention, I was 29 years old. (laughs) And we moved in there, and I was still 29 years old. When we moved in there, after after some days, then I became 30. And I started my ministry. So, I say it starts early. The Levites had to be 30 years old, from 30 to 50. Joseph was 30 years. Before he, started, he became uh, prime minister, Jesus was 30 years. He said he began to be about 30. So, you see, that's why you see that from a certain age. That's why I said that at my age, I'm not here to come and tell people to be full-time. Because I know what, what I'm talking about. There are some of you that you can be full-time. But if you do it, you do it at a point. At a certain point, you cannot do it again. A special grace will have to. Of course, it's possible, but a special, you need so much extra, extra, extra humility, extra this, extra, so many extra spiritual graces. Are you there? Yes. And pastors, what I'm telling, saying is the truth. So preach the same Amen. thing. Don't, if, if, if it, don't change and modify it to let things be like how you are. You must be able to say, look, don't be like me. You must be able to say, you know, I, I took a decision like this, yeah. but this is better. Hallelujah. Yes. You don't know. You don't, and not everything has to The school that you went to, must, everybody must go there. No. The school that I went to is not the school that my children go to. I, I am doing what is good for them. I want them to go, even though there are sometimes places I would not have gone myself. I want them to go. I didn't go, but they should go. Are you there? I hope you are listening. Huh? So focus. Focus. Otherwise, on the day of judgment, I, uh, you'll be surprised. When God says, ah, when you arrive, you know sometimes you get to a plane. Like, well, I don't like, you know, American planes. The, the air hostess and so they are quite rude and whatever. You go to the European ones, they are less rude or they are more polite, less rude depending on the country. The Asian ones are more polite and more what even the Asians they have their things amongst themselves, you know. But you you, you go to a place and suddenly everybody has an attitude, and you, you you see and that's what's going to happen to some of us. We're going to arrive in heaven and it's like why is nobody smiling? Why is why is why why is there? Maybe I thought they said there will be a reception and why is there? Why is where are the angels? Where is I mean there's no happiness and uh, why we're expecting something different now? Yes, we were expecting something very different. Of course we were expecting something different. God was expecting far more from you. Because you were at the camp. You were there. You heard. You heard. You were laughing, but it was true. You knew it, but it was true. God spoke to you. God called you. Some of you, God called before you were born, God called you. And you come to you see if I arrive, you have to say, oh, why, why, why is that not I mean like rejoicing? Why, why, why? why? Is there something wrong? So yeah, there's something terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. We're expecting something different. Anna. Yes. That's what heaven they would tell. This girl, they couldn't tell her. We're, we're expecting something different. If fine or no fine. He, they, he couldn't say it well. But in heaven, when they, when you ask, we're expecting something different. Yes, we were expecting something completely different from you. There is a guy in our church, one of our churches in England. He has a vision. Every time I ask him, say your vision. You must have, if you listen to the Makana, you would have heard it. Where he had a vision, he was there, he died, he went to heaven. When he caught the whole lot of angels and people harassing, 
didn't you know he was to work? Relax, relax. They were all on him. Why? You had this, you had why didn't you know? Say, look, please relax. Let me explain. This is a no, how, how couldn't you have done it? Why didn't you do? They were facing him, and you were just crowded. He was a look, Charlie, why? Let me, let me. I said, well, why you were called? You had this, you had this. Why didn't you do you didn't you do this? He said, I was doing that. Let me explain what I'm they were not interested in any aspect. They were so bored with him. Oh. That's, that's how heaven will be. You come and say, yes, Lord. That's why I'm always praying for myself because I, 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 I pray she, she, God, what about, what do you want me to do? Am I doing it? Yeah, because see, it's not only you who is in trouble, I'm also in trouble. I'm seriously also in trouble praying for myself all the time. Yeah. We are all, when I say trouble, I mean we are in need of of, of a certain accuracy in terms of the will of God. We are in need of a certain accuracy. Amen. Are you listening? Tiko, are you listening? Are you listening? Does it mean anything to you what I'm preaching? A whole lot. Yeah. It's very important. Listen to it carefully. Because you, you are destined for... You, you are headed like a bullet. You are going straight. There will be no other camera. Then you stand there. I mean, it's, it's, as, it's as clear as day will follow night. It's where you are headed for. Your destiny is the judgment seat of Christ. So if it's a girl, I've had friendships when the Lord said, this friendship will not help you. It will not help you in your calling. It was gone. Off. Forever. Yeah. I've had close friendships. So this would not be this would not be my will for you. It was finished. Look, what you are headed for is very serious. It says, therefore, Bible says, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Amen. Amen. Number what? Sit down. Knowing your predestination to appear before a judgment seat makes you desire to persuade men. For we must all, the same verse, we must all, makes you desire to persuade men. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore, oh, what number are we on? Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. So you want to persuade people because of the judgment seat, winning souls, telling them. Did I show you the tell them? Yeah. Telling them, winning souls. Amen. Number six. Hmm? Oh, sorry. 
What was I telling you? Persuade men. Number four. Makes you desire to do everything knowing your predestination. Your predestination is what? To appear before the judgment seat. And knowing that predestination makes you want to do everything to please God. Even, even, even being mad. Or being abnormal. Verse 12, verse 13. Verse 13. Whether, put it in an American Bible. Whether we, we commend not ourselves again to you to give glory. Amen? American. American. NASB. Or if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are mad. It is for God. If we are of sound mind, it is for you. <laughs> so, madness, if it involves madness, madness. Eh? If it involves madness for God, it's better you do the madness certificate. If you need a madness certificate to please God, Charlie, go go and get it. Even if it looks like madness, it's better to do the madness. When I left medicine and I came to be a preacher, it looked like madness. Isn't it? But I'm telling you, as I'm approaching eternity, it looks like wisdom. It is for God. One day, one of our church members, it was Friday, and the professor asked him, what are you doing today? He said, I am going to go to church. What are you going to do at the week? He said, I'm going to go to church. And then the professor said, which church? And he said, Lighthouse. And he said, who is the pastor of that church? And he said, Doug, he Mills. And the professor said, ha, ha, he started laughing. He laughed and laughed and laughed. And this guy, who is still in the church, told me that he asked the professor, why? Why are you laughing? What is it? And he said, Doug Heward Mills? Is he normal? Is he normal or is he mad? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not that I made, I'm not making up the story. This guy told me, and he is in the church today. I can show him to you in the church. He said, they asked him, is he normal? So, I tell you, it looks like madness. But it's not madness. It is not madness. It is wisdom. But even if it is madness. If the Lord tells you, come and stand on the stake naked for me. That's what I want you to do. You will not do it. Charlie, get to the job before you arrive at the judgment seat and start asking who expecting something different than that. <laughs> what is it that he wants you to do? What is it that he wants you to do? Does he want you to give your house? So hurry up and give it up quickly. Hurry up! 
Does he want you to give your car? Get to the job. Does he want you to give your life? Get to the job. Does he want you to die? Get to the job. Whatever it is, do it. I tell you, a real person who wants to serve God, you can never marry based on beauty or handsomeness. It's based on God. Derek Prince, his second wife that he married after his first wife, the second wife, she was in a wheelchair. She had a severe back problem. Everybody was against. He said, God wants me to marry this woman. God has revealed to me that I should marry this woman. And he married her and he stayed married with her till, till she died. Yeah. That's what he believed. I think that a most spiritual person, you will never, if you know what is life and what is, you will never look at beauty to marry somebody. Say, God says I should marry this person. Of course, if your husband is dead and my wife is dead and God tells me I should marry you, I'll marry you. Yes, I'll marry you. Because he says I should marry you, I'll marry you. What he tells me to do, if, if I don't want to marry I'll marry you. Even if I don't like you, I'll marry you. Even if I don't like you. Because he said, hey, what will you do? What will you do? What will he do? If he tells me, if he shows me an auntie in the church who even can be my mother, he said, that this is your wife. I said, yes, Lord. So, but Lord, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I say, you are married this woman here. I want you to marry somebody who is like a mother to you. To mother you. Wait, what? You will not do it. You will not do it. Then you will get to heaven and ask, oh, who expected something different? Were well, you expecting me to marry something else or somebody else? Right now? What do you mean? Anything that he tells you to do. Eh? Eh? You do it. If we are, if we are, if we are beside, if we are mad, it is for God. So many times that I've taken it through a man. If God tells you marry this prostitute, you see, some of you you are more righteous even than God. So God tells you marry this person. You say, mm. why? Why not? Get to the job. Now, I say, I'm telling you now. How do you think you are? When God, you are into virgins. Must be joking. God has said, this is the one. You get it? Yeah. So, she's not beautiful. She's not beautiful. What do you what do you what do you mean by beautiful? There's nothing like this. So God said, live here, and you will live where? You will live where? When he says live here, you live where? When he says do this, you do that. When he says do this, you do that. Suddenly there'll be an explosion, pain, you are no more. When you appear, you say, ha, and there's nobody smiling. It's another of these disobedient and rebellious people that have come. And you'll be asked, Angel, Angel, I'm here. Well, we're expecting something different, Anna. You see, sometimes we don't know what is in heaven. You come to heaven with your preconceived ideas about what is expected. 
one day a certain brother he was on earth and um, there was a great flood and during that flood a lot of people died but he was able to swim and survive when the flood was over he was very thankful to God for his escape from the flood it was called a Justin flood or something so from that time everywhere he went if he is called upon to speak he will speak about the Justin flood hey if it was an outdooring and they, they say you want to call on brother so and so to give an optional speech he will start and say oh, my name is so and so I want to talk about a Justin flood if it's a party optional speech he will talk about the Justin flood every program that is the only thing that he talked about one day day. it came to pass like all of us he died and he went to heaven when he arrived in heaven he was packing his things and the angel came and told him the reception party for those who have come today will be this afternoon so just prepare whatever you want to say your speech I mean because as a new arrival so the, he asked the angel, so what should I say? So whatever you feel you have brought from earth, do you see? You may share it. And so, so the, angel, the guy told the angel that, oh, then I know what I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the Justin flag. Then when the angel was going, the angel said, just a note, Noah will be there when you are coming with this story. Noah will be in the congregation as you are coming with this your Justin flood story just I just want you to be aware that Noah Noah will be there he will be in the service in the meeting this afternoon So you see, sometimes you are going to heaven with what you think is great. But heaven has seen, heaven has what is great to it. You are comes out, Justin Flood. So the angel, when the angel was going, so, by the way, by the way, Noah, Noah will be there. They survived, floods, we are talking of floods, say Justin Flood. So you, you come with your little, little things. You think that it will be accepted in heaven. When you get to heaven, you say there are different standards and different levels. Higher levels. You say, we're expecting something different. And of course we're expecting something different. Amen. All right. Is it evening? Is it the night? to show you some films amen knowing your predestination makes you desire not to live for yourself desire not to live for that's number five 
Knowing your predestination makes you desire not to live for yourself. Knowing your predestination to stand before the judgment seat of God makes you desire not to live for yourself. Notice. Second Corinthians chapter 5. We must all appear, verse 10, before the judgment seat of Christ. That's verse 10. Verse 14. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge. But if one died for all, then all were dead. And that he died for all. That they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Amen. You are now not to live for yourself henceforth, 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 henceforth. When you find God, when you find Christ, then the purpose is not to live for yourself again because you have found Him. Now that you know you are appearing before judgment, it's not about Anadolin, it's about Him. It's not for yourself, it's about Him. Huh? You, you must be constrained to live not for Himself. That's we should not where is it verse 14 where is she what's she going 15 that one died for and therefore he died for that they which live might no longer live for themselves i myself and me three of us my little family my children my life my this my that when some listen you see you you it's not a nice experience to go and see dead bodies but as a pastor if there is a dead body it's not an easy experience for somebody to experience it to see it they need somebody who has some strength you understand to go with them it's like there's a bad thing that is happening who, which strong person is going with me so that if there's even something worse going to come, the person is also there with me. That's a pastor's way. But it's not about what is for you or what is good for you. But it's about what is good for him, for her, for them. And time and time again, you have to do things that is not for yourself. One day my mother asked me something. You know, she had, so this has happened to somebody. She said, why do you know all these bad things that are happening to people in the world? I said, that is the work of a pastor. A pastor, the real life of people, you will be involved with it and you will get to know about it. Are you listening to me? Yeah. And that's why we show you all these films that we are showing you. It's not about for yourself. For myself, then I'm okay. How many know that I'm okay, crap? I'm the Kodesh as a church. Sunday morning, I just need to preach one sermon. I've got a good church. I'm established. I mean, one of the biggest in the whole country. I have a car. I have a house. Oh, I can just continue to live for myself and be happy. I've got a persistent pastors. And, well, I'm, not, I'm not doing it for myself. It's not for me. For me. Do you get it? What I'm preaching, what I'm sharing with you, I'm not preaching to myself. 
The notes that I'm preaching to you from, I've had them for more than a year. It's more than a year old. Something I just call my secretary, give me these things and let me go. And it's not something that I just, I just developed because I was coming here. You get it? I'm not doing it for myself. I'm, doing not, I'm, not, I'm not walking on my feet here because I, oh, as for me, I like to walk. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to rest in the world. I come, I, I'm losing weight. I've come into the world to be tired. No. Nobody has come to this world to be tired. But we are no longer living for ourselves. But for him. So you no longer, your money is not just for yourself. But it's for, it's for the Lord. Amen. It's for others. It's for others. Once you know you are going to stand before judgment, better look at others. Amen. And I'm finishing my, my points, I tell you. No matter how your face is. Tell your neighbor, 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 is it possible that you are sleeping at a time like this? At your age? Number six. Hey, how many points are there? More. Okay, number six. Knowing your predestination makes you desire to know no man after the flesh. And it goes on in verse 16. It says, Wherefore henceforth we know no man after the flesh. This is a very important point. You cannot know somebody after the flesh and do well on the judgment day. <laughs> when you relate with me just by the flesh, it will not be good for you on the judgment day. Because in the flesh, who am I? I'm a half-caste boy. Isn't it? I'm neither a Ghanaian nor a European. Do you understand? When I go here, they say, I'm, you've, go away. Uh, whatever. Disappointed European. Obronipeted, this and that. All kinds of things. They call me. I will not mind them. Don't worry. It's true. If you relate with me after the flesh, oh, I know his father. Oh, I know his brother. I know his cousin. Oh, this and that and that. Oh, I know whatever. I know this... You cannot do well. You, on the judgment day, you will not do well because that is all those things are not what I am. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a man of God for you. Maybe I'm an apostle for you. Maybe I'm a pastor for you. But now you've taken me as, oh, I know his father, Azozoi. You know Azozoi. You are thinking about me in the wrong way. You know, I know him from medical school. Oh, I know him from this school. I know his, I know his, I'm his classmate. I'm his friend. I'm his this. I'm his that. It will not do well for you in heaven. I don't, you don't relate with you. Would, hey, seven day you, you will perish. Because you operated and related with the person after the flesh. After the flesh, I'm nothing. I'm nothing before you. I, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm nothing. I'm less than nothing. I tell you, look me, I know what it means to be half cast. You go, when you go to Europe, when you go to America... You, are, you don't belong there. In Ghana, I, look, I've been to secondary school. I was not accepted. When people are themselves, I'm not accepted. See, it's called red. Hey, yellow. You've now, you've now given me a color as my name. Color yellow, color red. Huh? Oh, don't mind that, but I remember what they, what, what, how they treated me. 
So when you relate with me like that, you miss all the gold, and the treasure, and the blessing. Amen. What do you think? Huh? Yeah. Now, when I'm preaching, don't relate with me as a man. You see, when you say, eh, as for these men, they are always talking about sex. You are making a big mistake. So, he's a man. You see, he's a man. That's why he's saying this and saying that. You are already out of place. You are already in error. As soon as he starts, oh, as for you men, this, no. You see, you, you, you've gone off course already. When you do that, you relate with me as a man. From that moment, you are off. Because I don't also relate with you as, oh, which tribe are you from? Equapem. As oh, this equa- And you are from where? And you are from where? Fancy this, this, whatever. I don't relate with you like that. Now suddenly you are, you are relating with me according to the flesh. <laughs> oh, you're making a big mistake. So brothers and sisters, it is a great and important blessing that you be careful. I, re- I don't relate with Archbishop Dan according to the flesh. Archbishop Dan according to the flesh, he has no education. He, has not, he, he will tell you, he says, I have no classmates. What he's trying to say, he has no classmates, he has not been to school before. Yeah. He has not been to school before. That's what it means. According to the flesh, I'm far more educated. Even according to the flesh, he's not much older than me. Yeah. If I was in secondary school, I would have been in the same school with him at the same time. It's not like he's some far older person. It's true. It's not like he's far, far, but we don't operate according to the flesh. Like he can give, he cannot give birth to be in the natural. So, brothers and sisters, be careful because heaven will require. I sent a father to you. I sent somebody to you. I sent this. What did you do? I sent Jesus to you. Related with him as a Jew. You related to him as a carpenter. You related. You will go to hell for that. You will go to hell for relating with him like that. As soon as you relate with a person according to the flesh, you can easily go to hell. Amen. Are you there? And finally, knowing your predestination to be appear before a judgment seat makes you desire not to judge anybody. Amen? Amen. Makes you desire not to judge anybody. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. First Corinthians chapter four. Have you found it? First Corinthians chapter four. Verse one. Let's read verse one.
What does it say? with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment yea I judge not my own self amen verse 5 therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come who will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. Amen. Then shall every man have praise of God. So brothers and sisters, it's a wonderful thing. Verse 3 says, it is a small thing to be judged by you. Amen. That I should be judged of you of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self. Amen. Because we are going to appear before the judgment seat, why bother? Something that's going to happen and people have planned it anyway. Why assess me? Why judge me? Why pass judgment on him or on her? Amen. And we must all try. Even when things occur to us, I think this is happening because of this. I think, shut up and wait. He says, I don't even judge myself. It's a small thing to be judged by anybody. So don't judge anyone. Because I tell you, God has prepared a wild judgment for all of us. And it's not going to be easy on that day. Amen. Stand to your feet and let's, let's, let's end this session. Are you all here? Is everybody in? I, I see a lot of empty spaces. Are they going to sleep or what? They've left. Huh? Yeah. But I, I see quite a lot of empty spaces. Are they around the arresting or something? Okay. All right. Lift up your hands and just thank the Lord for his great blessing today.
pray, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. How many are getting ready for your predestined judgments? What is the first thing you are going to do to be ready for your judgments? Huh? Live a life that is acceptable. Number two. Desire to do good things in the body whilst you're in your body. And number three, you're going to do what? Desire to persuade men. Amen. Because of the terror of the Lord. And number four. Desire to do everything to please God. Including what? Are you ready to be mad for God? One day when you are leaving America, people will say, Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad? Then you say it is for God. It is for God. Yeah, I'm mad. It's for God. I'm a fool for Christ. Number five. Desire not to live for yourself. I'm going to show you two last films. And I believe it's going to be a blessing. Desire not to live for yourself. Next one is what? That one is very wild. Don't know people after the flesh. So now you know somebody after the flesh. No, your judgment can be you can easily go to hell. Knowing Jesus after the flesh is one of the most dangerous things you can ever do. Don't, don't relate with me after the flesh. Once I'm you are in this camp, I'm relating to you as a spiritual person. Never relate with me according to the flesh. Don't relate with me by my height, my color. My personality, my temperament. You are, you are choleric. That's why you are saying this. You are a man. That's why you are saying this. You are a Ghanaian. That's why you are saying this. Your mother is from Switzerland. That's why you are saying All these things will not let you receive the gold and the treasures that are coming. I'm telling you. I've met all people. They look at you and say, oh, this guy who is a white, his mother is a white woman. That is why he behaves like this. Oh, that's why the church is this. Oh, his father is rich. That's why this. Oh, his mother is this. That's why this. Oh, he's like this. That's why that. Oh, this and that. That's why... Oh. It's a doctor. That is why this and that. Yeah. All that makes you not relate well with me. Just relate with me as your pastor. Or your apostle. Or your teacher. Or whatever. 
or your evangelist just relate that way don't relate to me as a male or as as a man don't fall in love with me don't relate to me as like a male that you can have a limerence with don't have limerence with me don't say that you are losing your mind <laughs> i love it don't I, that's not how you should relate with me it's all these are wrong ways you are relating the wrong way Eesh. Just relate with me at what I am to you spiritually. As soon as, as soon as you relate with me, the judgment will change. Yeah. Amen. And you will do well. You will do well. Try to blind yourself from earthly things and just relate with the spiritual then you will do well. Next one is what? Desire to do what? Why bother to work when somebody has been given that job to do? It's going to come on full time. Big time. Amen. Is that the last one? Sit down. Is there anybody behind the door? Huh? Check. Yeah, there's somebody behind the door. Okay. Our next film is called There's So Much Work to Be Done. And then I'm going to show you the last one, which is this one. No, that one is the last one. I'm giving you the last one to for the last. Send off. Amen. Okay. Lights off. Please don't chat during the things because you disturb others. You see, one day I went to watch a film. And let me tell you a story before. I went to watch a film in America. The first time I've ever... Oh! The first time I've ever watched a film in America. I should say even abroad. The film was called The Passion. And there were some people talking. So somebody turned around and said, please... You are disturbing us. Do you know what the answer the person gave the person? I said, Do you speak Aramaic? You see, in the, the film is in Aramaic. <laughs> he asked him that, Do you speak Aramaic? <laughs> he, he turned to ask him, Do why? Do you speak Aramaic? <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there. Yes. Do you speak Aramaic? Nonsense. I want to talk and I'm going to talk. Do you speak Aramaic? Because the film is in Aramaic. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, it's, this one is not in Aramaic, so you need to be quiet. All right, let's go. Uh.